You're listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast. Hey, it's Keith Keller, Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to KKFM. Something global, something social. And the premise for this show is we're going to bring you the global story. Now today, very, very exciting, possibly the best interview we've done yet, we're interviewing a Canadian glamour model who's just represented North America in the Miss Italy contest. So we've got this Canuck who goes to Italy that teaches social media to corporate companies. That's a fascinating story. So today we're interviewing Teresa Longo from Toronto. She's a model, an actress, an entrepreneur, a musician, and a fitness lover. And after a stay in Italy to represent Miss Italia North America, she is now recognized internationally and certainly no stranger to the spotlight. So welcome to the call, Teresa. Thank you, Keith. It is so lovely to be here with you. Thank you. I cannot tell you enough. It is my pleasure to be here. The thing I love about this is that we met on Twitter probably two weeks ago, and this is a story that I'm now getting uh, in my life a lot and a lot from others, is that Twitter, specifically Twitter, and we can talk a little bit about how we met and how Twitter works, is such a great networking tool. And of course, there's so many other social media sites, and we'll talk about those over the, the series of the interviews we'll do today. Tell me a little bit about how you're using social media, especially Twitter, and how it relates to the, the Miss Italy contest and how that played out and how you, you, know, you went over there and it was great for your career and how this really is Social Media 101. Right. Well, social media has been pivotal to my career, Keith. It is an exciting challenge, I would say, because I'm working on so many different social media mediums, such as Twitter, Blogger, Tumblr, Pinterest, Facebook, so many different platforms. It's a lot to handle. I do have some help. Um, As you said, we did meet on Twitter. I love Twitter because I liken that to, it's, it's an open forum. You see what people post. Twitter doesn't do any sort of um, hiding of posts. You know, it's, what you see is what you get in real time on Twitter, and that's what I really enjoy about it. Not yeah. only that, Keith, but you can follow so many people per day. I kind of liken it to being able to go to a party with everybody in your industry and handing out a business card every single night. You could do that every day on Twitter if you follow a certain number of people in your industry. Yeah. Mm. I really do liken that to being a calling card. You know, people check out your profile just as you and I did. And then from yeah. there, oftentimes, it's a great opportunity for network for business and for social collaboration you're using social media in a very dynamic and interesting way tell me a little bit about what's working for you and how you can uh, recommend brands and businesses and even people starting their own uh, modeling agency or, or actresses can use this stuff to build their own brand what are you using and what's working well Keith what I've been doing is posting often posting a lot of original content and also making sure that I'm posting on multiple platforms so if I'm posting something on Twitter I'm also going to make sure I've got that on on uh, Facebook maybe I've linked that into my Pinterest I might also post something on Instagram and then I'll share the link with other forms of social media 
So I like to do that a lot to spread the web out. Um, I also have been having a lot of success doing simultaneous blogs, one at my website and one on a blogging site such as Blogger. Um, Blogger, I know you also have several sites in mind that you might recommend, but I picked this trick up working for an international news media organization many years ago. And what they used to do to really improve their clout and search engine optimization was to really post this in their information in multiple areas. And they taught me this trick and and it worked, Keith. We would search the articles later and they would often be uh, held in quite good value in search engines. So they Mm -hmm. come first. What you're mentioning there is absolutely um, social media 101. There are seven social media sites, you know, many, many more starting all the time. There's three major blog platforms. That, that in itself can be a headache for people just starting out. If people haven't got time to post on all of them, can you give us a bit of a decoder about the ones that you use and which could be a good place to start? Yeah, I find that starting with the basics, so Twitter's been around for a while. People find Twitter quite easy once they get going on it, as well Facebook is Mm. quite familiar with people because a lot of people have it. Um, Now, it can be fun to dabble in other of the sites, such as Instagram or Pinterest, and I do find those were the ones I was warming up to the most, uh, personally, Mm. anyway. So I also encourage people to try to blog um, and to do, if they enjoy doing that, then to um, as well post in multiple areas and get the content uh, out. Well, we're going to actually get, because you've got so many uh, ideas, so we're going to actually do probably three or four interviews today. And, and just to, to decode that, we're definitely doing a, uh, a, a specialized post uh, a podcast on Instagram versus Pinterest because that is a big story I get a lot. How do they differ? They look similar in some ways, but they're very different. And that's interesting. That's an interesting story because you're using both. I really want to pull apart your blog strategy. You're particularly using Blogger. I've heard Tumblr is a pretty good one. I personally use WordPress. Uh, That's interesting. There's three right there that uh, we can pull apart. And I'm also just interested in picking up on the whole Canadian vibe, uh, how uh, Canucks using social media in a, in an unusual way. I know Aussies use it in a very specific way. We're warming up to a lot of the sites. Still, Twitter is only just getting started here. And Instagram's actually very popular here, but Pinterest is not so much uh, very popular. And Google Plus, for instance, is a site that I think only about three people in the world actually like because it's hard. It's, it's hard to use. Yeah, we can... <laughs> <laughs> I do fully agree with you on that one, Keith. Yeah. And what about YouTube? Are you using YouTube videos? Because you, you, you would be in the spotlight a lot. Do you have a lot of uh, YouTube videos to Actually, share? Actually, no. I threw up a few things for fitness, and I posted some inside coverage from the Miss Italy pageant. However, I don't get into using YouTube a lot. I plan on doing that, though. It is fully ingrained in a strategic marketing plan, which is being currently <clears throat> implemented now. Um, although not in the field of acting or modeling, it will be for music. Oh, that's yeah. right. So, so yeah. that, that though takes quite a lot of intricate marketing, strategic marketing, and a different sort of planning uh, and branding for music as opposed to the other industries. So I will go forward with YouTube in, in due time. Um, I think. Look, it's a very good point. I mean, there are there's there's seven social media sites. There's three blogs. We're each struggling with uh, to keep up with them all. As social media people, we're obliged to at least try them all. 
but it's a head spin trying to keep up with them all, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I fully encourage people to go for what they really like and what's benefiting them and what's most useful. That, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. But we, we had a chat just before we started recording that uh, brands are now starting to pick up on this idea. Let me, let me pull apart some of your work uh, with brands. Tell me what you're doing and how brands are now starting to pick up on the idea of, for instance, visual marketing with uh, Instagram and Pinterest. Right. So brands are taking an interest in people who have a lot of influence on social media because there's something to be said about something that you're uh, recommending to followers and friends as opposed to maybe going on to social media and seeing an advertisement. So it's a new, it's a different way of advertising. It's not necessarily new, but it is um, more referral-based advertising, and brands are picking up on this. So they enjoy people with influence to be associated with the brand, whether it's posting uh, social media posts on Twitter, Facebook, uh, getting a picture in a T-shirt, or wearing some of their products. Uh, it's it's pretty important. It can also extend to even more things like attending an event or maybe behind the wheel of a really nice car. Uh, so those kinds of things can be put on social media and integrated into what can be seen as maybe my life. However, these brands uh, are smart in that they they want people to take notice and they know if they get this in the hands of influencers, it will do well. So it's interesting. Corporations are, are starting to get into social media a lot more and they're understanding the power. The next generation coming up has lived with social media. Uh, it's becoming quite a big uh, movement. Look, it's it's really it's really really fascinating because you know before social media we had well three major ideas we had TV we had radio and we had print either newspaper or magazine and all of these things still work and they're still awesome but they cost lots and lots and lots of money and now people are starting to find that uh, with Twitter, especially Twitter or Instagram, which is another one that's really visual, very fast, people are now starting to get massive traction at a fraction, and this is the key phrase, a fraction of the price. And funny enough, people are actually taking more notice because, ah, well, if my friend likes this, then they must be all right, I'll get one. Rather than if you're watching telly and you're watching your favourite show and then if someone blasts out, you've got to buy this brand new car because it's nice and shiny and red and fantastic. Well, you think, well, fine, but, you know, who are you to tell me that? But if your best friend happens to be driving the latest red thing and go, well, I wouldn't mind one of them. If she's got one, I want one. Yeah. That psychology actually works really well for the world of branding, right. doesn't it? It is total cognitive psychology. It's, you know, a link between economy, visual perception laws, and the psychology itself. Um, it's, it is. It's a, it's a component of modern marketing. And it's amazing how corporations are now picking up on this and using it to their advantage, especially growing trends in picture-based websites like, yeah. you know, Pinterest, yeah. Instagram, Tumblr, especially as well. And Facebook, you know, um, these sorts of sites, it, it reemphasizes the need um, for marketing on those platforms. That's brilliant. This is a great little decoder. We're going to do a few today. We've chatted a little bit about your, your history, your story, and how you're using social media for branding. I'm going to come back in the, in the next episode and talk about Pinterest and Instagram and the rise of visual marketing, which is just going off, isn't it? Mm, it is.
So we'll come back, we'll come back uh, in a few minutes with uh, Teresa talking about Pinterest and Instagram. You've been listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast.